authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Join us in this broadcast, He is With Thee, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Isaiah 43, 2, which says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries, and today's point to ponder is He is with thee. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this another opportunity to come before you. Lord, I am so thankful that you never leave us nor forsake us. And I'm thankful, Lord, that all those things which come into our life have first been sifted through your nail-scarred hands. Lord, I'm thankful that nothing ever surprises you and that whatever you have allowed into our lives, Lord, are things that you have equipped us to handle. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you would help each of us to draw nigh to you and draw closer to you, Lord, that we might be able to accept that grace that you have for every circumstance, Lord, and that we would be able to recognize your provisions, Lord, and that we would have the faith to walk through the doors that you open and the courage, Lord, to not go through those that you don't want us through. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you would just help us as we face burdens in our life, when we face things that cause our heart to tremble, Lord, so that we would freely and fully give them to you, that we might accept your help in time of trouble. Lord, I love you, and I praise you, and I thank you, and I ask that you would open our hearts and our minds, that we would hear what you would have for us over the next few moments, Lord, that we would just draw close to you. And Lord, I pray that you would be with each person, and I pray, Lord, that you would be in each situation. All these things we ask in your most precious and holy name. And all of God's people said, Amen. When I look at this passage of scripture, I see a visual picture. I can see these people coming upon the waters and they be troubled and stirred and walking through them. I can see as we become through the rivers and the water might be raging and we've all seen pictures or perhaps even some of us have have been close and personal to raging rivers that are flooding. And, And he says, when you come through the rivers, that they won't overflow you. And then I see a picture where he says, when you walk through the fire and I see someone physically walking through the fire and that you won't be burned and I'm always thinking of the three Hebrew children when I read this passage of scripture that because of their faith in God they were thrown into the fiery furnace and the furnace was so hot that the soldiers that threw them in fell dead but yet when they look into the fiery furnace and they threw three people in he says didn't I send three people in but I see the fourth one and he's likened to the son of God 
I'm never without that picture in my mind when I begin to read Isaiah 43 and, and I'm thinking about that and, and my mind quickly realizes that most likely in my life, I'm not going to try to walk through flooding waters. And where I live, it would be pretty much next to the end of the world if I got overcome by a flood. However, I do know that my life every day has the potential to go through stormy waters. And I know that my life every day has the potential to find myself on the banks of situations that feel like they're going to overwhelm me or overflow me. I know that there are situations in my life and in your lives that come on a regular basis that make us feel like we're walking through the fire where we feel like there's heat and there's pressure and there's stress and there's going to be pain and there's always going to be effort and that when we come through, we may be forever changed and marred. And I believe as we look at this scripture together, you and me, I believe we need to just think of that part of our lives and realize that you're never alone. Just like he was with the Hebrew children, he'll be with you. Just like he supplied their need, and when they brought them out of the fire, their hair didn't even, wasn't even singed, and they didn't even smell like smoke. You see, the Bible says that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man cometh unto the Father but by him. When we have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, and we are walking with him, and we realize that he is the way, and we follow where he leads, then we can be assured that we're going to get safely through to the other side. We can also be assured that along that journey, though around us may seem as if things are going chaotic, and although sometimes it may look as if we are going to perish, if we keep our eyes on Jesus Christ and we follow after what he says and we follow in his footsteps and he continues to supply our needs as he promised and he continues to be with us as he promised and he continues to be the way and to provide the way, then we can realize that no matter how big the storm is, no matter how big the problem is, no matter how hot the heat gets, we are going to be perfectly fine. You see, we need to learn to follow after him. He will deliver you. The Bible says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 13, he says, let your conversation be without covetousness. In other words, don't worry about what everybody else has. Don't be basing your walk and your life upon what blessings I've given someone else, but be content with what I've given you because I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. Now, there is great wisdom in that verse. So oftentimes we say, well, I've been such a good Christian and I've read through the Bible 12 times and I pay my tithes and I haven't missed a church. Well, none of that stuff is what matters. That's all things we should be doing. It's the least I can do is to be a living sacrifice for God. But it's what my heart's got in it that matters. And it's whether I've placed my faith in Jesus Christ. All of those things are great things. But it's not about works of righteousness, which I have done. It's about the finished work on Calvary. 
And he says, be not covetous. I may not be able to handle the blessings that he gives someone else. And the blessings that he gives someone else is not what he's perfectly handed out for me. And he's got something special for me. He's got something picked out perfectly for me. He's got a plan just for me. And if I'm over here worrying about somebody else's blessings, I may miss the ones that fit me perfectly. You see, somebody else may look great in a coat that's a size medium. But maybe you're a small. and But you're coveting that coat over there. And so you go over there and you try to wear that medium and you look a little weird and you feel a little funny and you're not even comfortable. And all along, just around the corner, in your own world, he had a small waiting for you. You see, it's bigger than the coat. The blessings that he has for you have been handpicked for you. And maybe you're not at a place to be able to receive and understand and fully appreciate or fully utilize the blessing that so-and-so has. But you are right where you need to be to get what he has for you. Or maybe your life's not where it needs to be to get it. Check that out first, but don't worry about what he's given someone else. And then he says, look, don't be covetous. I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. So where you are is where I am. And where I am, you have it all. Do you hear me? I'm not going to leave you. I don't care what mess you're in. I don't care what trouble you have. I don't even care what mistakes you've had. Because if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive your sins. But listen, don't covet. That's what he's saying. You've got me. That's what Jesus is saying. And when you have me, you have everything. That coat, so to speak, over there. It can't compare to me wrapping my arms around you, enveloping you in my love, and providing your every need. You see, get your eyes on Jesus. Remember Peter? He's in the boat. Storms are raging. He's a mess. The disciples are scared. And he looks out, and already there, there's this form walking across the sea. When he looks up, he says, Lord, if that be you, bid me come. Jesus says, come. Peter, he steps out of the boat. He walks across the sea. He's staring at Jesus, and he's focused on him. And they're having a moment. And then suddenly logic falls in. Fear gets around. His eyes wander, and he sees the raging waves. He sees the storm, and he falls. But he throws his hands up, and immediately the Lord picks him up, holds him, and carries him to the boat safely. You see, Peter got his eyes off Jesus, and he looked around, and he fell. But Jesus still forgave him. Jesus still held him, and he brought him safely home. Maybe some of you within the sound of my voice need to realize that your outward circumstances, they can't harm you. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 28, Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And maybe you need to be reminded that he will deliver you. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 91, verses 14 and 15, Because he hath set his love upon me, 
Do you hear me? Isn't that beautiful? Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. You know, we're always excited that Jesus loves me. This I know, but how beautiful that sounds when it says, because he has set his love upon me. You see, Jesus wanted him to know that he would deliver him and he would lift him up because he knew his name and he called upon him. That he would answer him when he was in trouble and he would deliver him and not just deliver him, but honor him. I want to encourage you to really focus on this point that he is with you. And I want you to let it soak in to the point that you realize that he will honor you and deliver you and lift you up high out of the, out of the waves. But you've got to trust him and you've got to believe. I ask you tonight, today, this morning, every moment of your life, do you know he's with you? Trust and obey. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today, and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.